You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese dough are super fresh for in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Alright guys, we're back for episode 19 of Nerd Rage Radio. And oh, do I have so much to rage about today. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not allowed yeah. to talk about it. So, like, it's so, I don't know how much you're going to talk about it, but it's so funny, like that whole thing like it's just been funny from day one and like it, it hasn't has, really stopped getting it hasn't funny. it hasn't been i i would just say this guys if you ever do any kind of business dealings with somebody just make sure you get everything in writing because it is so easy to get fucked over i'm gonna leave it at that going through a little dispute right now so yeah mm, bad mm. investments <laughs> <laughs> i think that's i think that's good enough yeah, that's fine. How how is how are you? I'm fine, Mister Bobby Skullface. I'm good asked by Adam Russman on Nerd Rage Radio. <laughs> Wait, that's a that's a good introduction. I I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm better than you, I guess. I uh, yeah, everything is well. Nothing really new to report. <laughs> You're not better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop bragging. Oh man, um, yeah, it's been a fucking week, dude. I just got back home. Uh, I have a long long weekend away from home and uh overslept late late to start the podcast um you know and but i uh, i got a lot of a lot of nerd update stuff going on good but not, it's it's really just focused on one thing though so it's not that you know people aren't gonna really care they're not gonna be very impressed mm-hmm. they're like you know they're like on the edge of the seat right now like oh what ha- what happened yeah what'd you what'd you get uh and i got like a just a complete Bangarang, fucking airbrush setup. Like a little, the little hood that sucks That's the fumes out. Some airbrush paint. Little. Where squeeze. does it suck it out to? I have to port it out someplace. I got a window. Okay. Or you know, behind a, behind a wall that's drywalled off. <laughs> <laughs> Just have like this fume, fume room. Well, I mean, I, I, there's probably enough space back there. If it's pushing it shit, shit back there, just you know, just, just go. Just somebody of, else sit back there and just get toasted. Like, no, oh, it's just part dude, of the fumes, it'd be bro. Right. It'd be good. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. Uh, well, let me. I, I'm excited to tell you guys about something. Little cross. This little cross promotional thing between Nerd Rage Radio and beers and Bol- beer and bolters. So you got me saying beers now. I can't even say the fucking name of my own podcast. Beer and bolters 40k. And Mr. S- I'm going to get Mr. Skullface in on this some by hook or by crook mm. because uh, I just want, I just want his company there. But because um, he is a phenomenal artist and painter. Stop. And I think that he would be, I think this would be awesome. I think that you can like, you know, you could be out like at Baltimore Comic Con with like the spray paint cans and like the pieces of Tupperware and make like, oh, and, and like making moons and planets and pyramids. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. You are so artistically gifted making your moons and planets and pyramids, just like everyone else on the corner making moons and planets and pyramids. <laughs> it's so weird that all of you guys are expressing yourselves the exact same way. It's like your kindred spirits with every other panhandler in America and in Europe. <laughs> 
with your with your planets. That, that was the funny your planets part. Planets and your pyramids. We were in was it Spain or yeah. France? Both probably. Yeah, I do got a funny. I do got a funny. Dude, fucking... fuck all that shit, man. Like, like uh, that shit is not art. It is. It's not like, art. I I do have a. I do have a funny. I do have a funny. Uh, uh, you know, um, Europe story to tell about you and I. You remember <laughs> jacket. Oh, the jacket. You you can tell the jacket, but let me tell you this one. So we're yeah. over there, and like you know, I I I was never really a smoker per se. Um, but you know, you know, as all young youth in America, for the most part, you know, I dabbled in a cigarette here and there. And I think at the time, uh, the vaping wasn't invented. No. You know? So you partake in a cigarette now and then a little bit Wait. more. So anyway, we were over in Europe and I was commenting about well, you how. You just spoke way more than I did. And that's true. And we flip-flopped. That's true. Um, and I was commenting how everybody fucking smokes. Right. And you were like, no. And then the conversation went to, um, something about Levi's and, and, and you're like, Adam, this is Europe. Nobody fucking wears Levi's jeans. And I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? There's probably a Levi's store right around the corner. Right. And we walked right around the corner. What was there? Yeah, the Levi's store. That was fucking funny. That was, that was, but the, the, the cover, the argument had kind of built up our perceptions of how more, um, I guess not, not, dramatic but more sophisticated europeans were we were really young it was like we were like 23 24 maybe yeah well this the this stretch of road um it's like a, it it's like uh it's about nine miles yeah and very swanky dog if you start at the bottom of it it comes up and it dog legs to the left yeah um and the further you go up the dog leg the more expensive the shit gets yes and the levi's is the first one at the bottom it was the first one on the right to the, the bottom on the corner, but yeah. it was a, it was a funny part that that was there. And, uh, yeah, it was it yeah. was good. Tell, yeah, tell about the jacket. That's a funny uh, just, story. Just, I still just, have just this that. jacket. I should fucking auction it off. <laughs> just, I, 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 you you probably could tell it better than I can because I. I don't know All right, so so we were in Italy, right? And uh, were we in Florence? Yeah, we were in Florence. Florence is known for their leather, right? So like. In the same little square that you can see, like David out, the, the copy of David outside the museum, because David is, is inside, but they have a replica outside, and like yeah. ne- the Neptune fountains and shit like that. There's a bunch of little shops that are uh, that are all a bunch of leather shops, and I really wanted to get like an Italian leather coat. <laughs> <laughs> so I went in this one spot and looked at this coat, and I found this coat that I liked. I was like, "Oh, sweet man, this is awesome." So I uh, I went back. It with my with my wife and I was like yeah, I want that coat but it was expensive it was like I want to say it was like three hundred euro right yeah I want to say it was about three hundred it was either it was either three hundred euro or it ended up being like three hundred U S dollars you know I don't I don't know I don't know which I can't remember now but I I know that three hundred ended up being the price it was it was expensive right so I started out. With the uh, you know haggling with these guys because they tell you everybody's got a haggle and the car, and the coat started out like way expensive like I mean right, let's say let's just say for all intended purposes it was a hundred euros okay <laughs> like the price tag started off like three hundred euros and I was like you know I was like hey man how about seventy five you know and uh, and they're like two hundred and then and then I was like eighty five and they're like one fifty. 
And then I was like, 95. And they're like, you know, whatever. And I was like, 100. And they're like, yeah. So, like, sweet. So, I start talking. To, like, you know, the, the coat feels good. I start talking to the guy. I'm, you know, excited. He takes it back and starts, like, pack it, you know, packaging it up. And while, while some other guy's packaging it up. And the, 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 the room is, like, full with coats. It, like, imagine, like, going into a space that's, like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like going to a carpet store. There's like pieces of carpets, like remnants of carpet everywhere, and there's like carpet display everywhere. That's how this motherfucking place is just all brown leather, like everywhere, and it's in black leather. And so I, they, I, I come back, I pay them the money, I come back, they have the bag and a box, like a ribbon around it and everything, and I'm like, that's a little much, right? So I'm like walking out and, you know, trying to like get in this like boxes all like whatever. So I get out and I put the coat on. And I'm, you know, I'm excited. It feels good. It's not a bad looking coat. And I'm just like, and at first I, you know, I noticed like, I see that it's a little thinner than I, th- I thought it was. <laughs> it was, it was thin as a bitch. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I was like, that's weird. But you know, I was so excited and so happy, so happy with my purchase, you know. And so I go over to you, and you're like, that coat's really thin. And I was like, I was like, uh, yes. And at this point, I'm in denial. You know, and I'm like walking with it, and I'm like, and you know, this this had been like an hour ordeal, like purchasing this coat. Like I went in there and tried it on, went out, had a cup of coffee, you know, went in there, looked at it again, walked out, looked at another store, went in there, you know, talked to my wife, and and at this time, this was a lot of money. This is a lot of money for me. You know what I mean? I mean, three hundred bucks is not a is not little, you know, peanuts. Still is. Yeah, it's it's still good. It's still a good grip. Yeah, 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 three hundred (laughs) bucks. (laughs) <laughs> you see what I did there? All right. So Bobby, like, he can't help himself but to, like, you know, pop my balloon. So he's like, he's like, dude, this thing is a little thin, you know? And, like, I felt like he was talking about my dick. You know what I mean? Like, how dare you? How dare you? It's nice and girthy, you know? It pleases, me, it pleases all the women. So, Excuse me, sir. No, this was, no, this wasn't, this, this was Rome. This was Rome. No, um, I know. I'm just saying, like, like as to 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 yeah, my, yeah, 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 yeah. my high complaints. No, Excuse it, it, me, sir. Go lay down. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen this coat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, at this point, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? This this isn't right. So, I say something to our tour guy, this little cute Italian broad, um, little like pixie haircut and whatnot, and I was like, what do you think about this coat? And she's like, it's fine. I was like, how much do you think it costs? And she's like, uh, 50 euro. <laughs> like, twice the price I paid for it, right? So come to find out, these dudes just, like, they saw me coming a mile away. And they just switched out with, like, a less, like, a thinner, like, lighter weight coat. You know, and, and it just fucking, yeah, it was bad, dude. It was bad. And I still have it. I actually took this picture of it, like, kind of, and then, like, when I when I packed it up, it's so thin, right? When I packed it up to come back to the States, it got all wrinkled. And, like, like the fucking leather jacket's got wrinkles. So you can imagine how thin that motherfucker is. And it, it, like, maintains wrinkles. <laughs> um, And I still have it to today. Like, every once in a while, I pull it out. I never wore it. Never wore it after that. It's too no, never, never, I never saw it on you again too, after that day. Too hurt. I'm going to wear it next time I'm out, man. Just for the fucking <laughs> at, at this point, I don't care. So I, I took this picture. I, I, you know, back in the day, like, my first little website like thing, I, I was like, I did some reviews like video games and like movies. It's like this is like 2008, you know. So no, it was, it was earlier than that, wasn't it? When did Superman? When did Superman? Uh, 2006, 2005. 
mm-hmm. too many returns. Anyway, so I, I took this picture in this. I had this old row house at the time. Had this really nice, like elaborate, like oak banister because the house is like 120 years old, and uh, really nice wood floors, uh, and like really ornate kind of paneling and stuff. And so I like I propped this coat up in the corner of like the landing, and it and it kind of stood up on its own, right? Because it was kind of like like teepeed, and said the collar was kind of like slunk over, and it looked like somebody's head was sad. And I took a picture and put and used it as like a of a cover for this website, and and just like I think just named it the coat. And that shit was so. F- I wish I still had that fucking photo someplace. I probably do, man. But it just looked like it was sad and lonely, like in the picture. So that's that's <laughs> that's our. That made me feel better though. Another poor purchase decision. So anyway, got my little uh, my some Vallejo Air model air paint. I got my little hood. Got a little squeeze bottle. I have a a jewelry cleaner. Like an ultrasonic jewelry cleaner that I'll be using to clear my clean my airbrush in between sessions. So if you ever need a watch or a, you know, maybe a chain, maybe a bracelet cleaned, you come on over to my house. Gotcha. Let's go. But I say that to say this: we are going to be doing. We have a uh, Caleb Wessenbach. He's a Golden Demon winner out of. He's out of Nevada. Um, we are going to sponsor a painting tutorial a two-day like 20 hours doing 10-hour days getting the work in um in uh frederick maryland okay it's limited the class itself just to come to the class is a hundred bucks for the two days which you know it's relatively cheap you know you're talking about ten dollars not listen no you're talking about five dollars an hour hang out and, and learn how to how to paint uh he's also getting it's being the event's being sponsored by badger airbrushes uh so uh, you'll be able to use and train with uh, the Badger Airbrush. If you want to purchase it at the end of the class, you can for a relatively inexpensive price. Um, basically, it's a little bit over cost um, for the event. But you get an airbrush, a compressor, brushes, paint, all your cleaning equipment, and a model. And I think the total price is going to be like 350 with the class. So for 250 bucks, you get all that stuff. Um, that's crazy because I, 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 best deal I found on for Amazon for just my, just my compressor and my airbrush was over 300 bucks. So you're getting paints, mo- the model to train with, um, and all your like squeeze bottles and, and all your solutions and all your yada yada bullshit. So I'm excited about it. It's going to be really limited, like 15 people max. Um, and I'll be sponsoring this. If, if you know, if we get a lot of people that will come, I might have to like, you know, rent a, hotel but it's gonna be sponsored the thing so if you're a local nerd rage radio guy uh just check out or beers and bolters guy just check out yeah i said it again just hit hit me up on the beer and bolters facebook page and hopefully uncle skull face will be there i hope we'll see yeah Could, i gotta look at the dates and stuff see may 6th may 6th you got some time you got some time to work that shit out man so how was your week May 6th to Friday. Yeah, it's the, it's the whole weekend. The weekend of May 6th. All right. I know I'm working that Sunday. Um, so I might be able to come by Saturday. Let's make it happen, man. So, and, uh, <clears throat> and he's he's kind of guaranteeing you that you'll you'll be able to knock out, you know. I ain't, pay, I ain't paying for no class. I can tell you that right now. That's going to happen. Uh, well, maybe maybe Nerd Rage Radio will sponsor that shit for you. Yeah, that'd be fine. I'll wear a Nerd Rage Radio shirt. 
Ah, fuck um, guy. But um, but anyway, I mean, this guy's talking about like knocking out a squad of ten dudes in like forty-five minutes. All the tips and tricks, and he's really good. Uh, Twisted Miniatures, uh, Twist no Twisted Brush Studios is the name of his Facebook page. Pretty cool stuff. So, what happened with you this week? Um, I watched Star Trek Wrath of Khan for the first time. Really? Yeah. Over the top, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's what not do you terrible think? though? No, it's uh, all, I love it, man. What do you think of the ear, the little ear bug? It ain't. Yeah, imagine like if you're eight years old. Yeah, I um, you know, I, I never had the stomach for Star Trek as a kid. Uh, I think like you know, I was so hungry for more Star Wars. My dad, you know, sat me down with Star Trek. Like, well, here's something kind of similar. And about ten minutes in, I was like, "You can keep this shit." Um, oh yeah. So I've been trying to kind of watch the original movies. I watched the original Star Trek film uh, last year, and oh. actually, it's probably almost about a year to date. Boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I actually like uh, that that movie, that Star Trek movie, I fucking hated until like the last five minutes when you realize like the twist of it all. Um, yeah, it is a really good twist. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, man, that's actually really good." Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, yeah, it was. Um, Wrath of Khan was okay, I guess. Like, I don't know. I, what, what? I definitely see the the inspiration from In the Darkness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, radi- yeah. the radiation room, and you know, it's. I mean, it's, it's kind of similar, but I, I gotta, you know, I definitely prefer In the Darkness. Well. Um, I mean, it's definitely made for a modern audience, and it's also definitely made for Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think that's what it is. I think it's that it's that like that battling with each other from different ships. That shit's not for me. Like, yeah, I get it. I can appreciate it. Yeah, but it's something about being face to face that instantly changes the dynamic of all that shit to me. Um, so yeah. It was fine. I'm going to watch In Search of Spock, hopefully soon. Hopefully it won't take a year this time between films. Oh, the Search for Spock? Yeah. Is that number six? No, that's number three. What? What, what is it? Yeah, that's the Search for Spock? Or the Death of Spock? Search of Spock is number three. Yeah. Yeah. That's Why'd you say gonna... six? Huh? Why'd you say six? Did I say six? Yeah. No, I didn't know I said six. Oh, um, yeah. You came, you came up robot there for a second, so maybe so it's you, just the internet's. So if you, so if you actually, I don't know what kind of show. Yeah. Um, it's the Gremlins. I've uh, started reading Star Wars in, into uh, Lost Stars. Um, it's pretty subpar so far. Uh, really? I, yeah, yeah. It's pretty subpar. Uh, it takes place like so. The the premise of it. And I'm only like a hundred pages in, um, so it's almost a third of the. Right. Continue though, hundred okay. hundred pages in. So yeah, so I'm about a third of the way through, but it it, it takes place on this planet called Jalusin, which is like it seems to be like in the outer rim somewhere. It's a mountainous planet. Uh, it's been settled. Um, the indigenous people there. You like kind of rarely see, but it's been set uh-huh. up by by humans, and they came in two waves, and the two waves don't really get along with one another, 
the like the first wave or like the more working class and the second wave are more the upper crust and you know they hate each other for being what each other are and are not um absolutely i mean who doesn't and then it 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 follows basically the a boy of one class and a girl of another class and they're best friends and they parents hate the corresponding friend and it's just it's stupid isn't that trope a little overplayed it is it's just dumb like it's like and like you know so you're with them it takes place like it's so far it's like it's before episode four it seems um so like it seems like the the empire is kind of just taken over when they were kids but then they grow up fairly quickly so I thought as this was children to, do, I thought this was supposed to answer questions for Force Awakens, but it doesn't seem like we're in the right time to do that. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, both become pilots for the Imperials. Okay. And as they turn into teenagers, they start noticing each other in different ways, ways they've never noticed each other before, and just. Bleh. Um. Uh, well, one thing that is cool about it, though, is that like. They do talk about like the Empire comes to their planet and like rolls out the red flags and you know all that shit. Um, and there's like a very like mixed feeling socially about their presence and their arrival. Like some people are like super excited to see them. They're like you know finally you know they're they're going to bring opportunities that weren't here before and blah blah blah. But like a lot of the older people are weary. Like some people are crying seeing them and like that stuff to me is cool. That's like world world building stuff that I, I kind of dig. But yeah. Yeah, the, the actual nuts and bolts of the story is just kind of meh. Um, no, it's a, it's an interesting. Like, I would love to interview somebody who was like a just a German citizen when the Nazis like took over, and like understand how they got wrapped up in that shit. Yeah, because yeah, I, like, like the majority I mean, of the German population is Catholic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard for yeah. me to imagine that like all these people with uh, like a religious upbringing. You know, I, I think most of them probably just went along with it. You know what I mean? Just well, like, I don't think many people knew about the concentration camps. You know, I don't know the level of you know of, yeah, of neither, awareness. Yeah, me neither. Like the, the, I don't the think it was much scapegoating element. Like I, I, I can't. yeah, but the scapegoating shit is is something that exists at all times. I mean, we 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 are experiencing the scapegoating you, shit right what now. What I'm saying is that is that I don't know how many people bought into it. You know what I mean? They were just like you know, I'm just I'm just along as long as as long as the lights stay on and my, and I keep working and the bills keep getting paid. You know yeah, I mean? like yeah. just regular everyday life shit. Well, the reason the the reason I say that is like, I, I and this is kind of social thing. So we can let me just make this this thing. And if you don't think it's interesting to talk about, like I kind of I'm scared that America is like in that right now with with some of its ideas. You know, some of the common ideas that you hear. Uh, you know, and sometimes it's like, is you know, is this on the verge of being you know, very, not you know, very. Uh, fascist, you know, there's like there's some stuff that scares me. Like, is this fascist, or you know, it, it, are people like you know rolling down that slippery slope? With what, you know? like the, the Muslims? Just with the, the the with the you know yeah with the Muslims with the just the the population being has it ha, has as anxious as it is, and looking for somebody to blame about their unhappiness. Yeah, yeah, I you agree. know, I agree. that's that's basically it. And I just think that our you know our political system now is getting to the point where it's just the same. It's the same person over and over again. You know, they yeah. don't really have anybody's interest. It's just a, it's just a, it's a drama that's that's perpetrated into the American people. That's not what's really going on. Different skin, so. different skin, yeah. different hair yeah. color, same shit. Same wolf. Yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Because it's all these same, like, you know, like, it's all these same people that are in their pockets. Yeah, I mean, e- e- even if uh, even if the, the person changes, it's the, it's the, the puppet master. Right. You know, the puppets change, and the puppet master, I think, stays the same. Right. Yeah, I agree so. with that. Anyway, um, so and, and and I, it's I've, just I've interesting. Been, I've been reading uh, uh, the Legacy, the Star Wars Legacy comics. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like six volumes into that and there's some cool stuff in there but like it, it's kind of like it kind of like it's, it, it doesn't seem really tightly tied together um i don't know we'll see how it plays out but uh there's some cool stuff in there talon's not dead i think i saw oh, sweet the town's dead like I saw, yeah i saw her in the background of some panel this week like in a bakta tank so nice she's not dead but uh sexy ass yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, so I don't know. It's like it's interesting like some of the stuff that they do like when they explore like the Sith, you know, elements like you know they they, they this one guy like goes and talks to a Sith Lord ghost that was like around before the rule of two and Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's, it's it's pretty interesting, but it it hasn't really like taken leaps and bounds in any real story element. You know, yeah. for like six volumes of graphic novels now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah. On, like, let's get on with it. Um, I did spend the week like researching, uh, e- not EU stuff, but so like the Old Republic video games, not in New Canon, correct? Correct. Yeah. I wasted my time watching all that shit. Um, so, but just like researching some stuff about Darth Bane and and Revan and stuff like that. Very interesting. Very compelling story. Like, I I do think that again, Disney. You know, it's it's a hard lot for Disney to to assimilate all that stuff because it, it just go it goes too much, it goes too crazy, man. You know, um, I was watching some of uh, the the Clone Wars animated series, the the new the new one, Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I guess it's not called the animated series, and some of Rebels. And we talked about this slightly. Rebels feels very Disney to me, yeah. even in their violence. You know, I agree. Like like the the Clone Wars uh, fights were so amazing. Like the lightsaber duels were just amazing, and the use of the force powers and stuff like that. And what I've seen, it, it's like the difference of watching Ray Park and Ewan McGregor jump around and Ewan McGregor uh, lightsaber duel in the end of Episode Three with with uh, Anakin, whatever Christian, whatever the fuck his name is, Hayden, um, Christensen. Hayden Christensen, and then like seeing like Obi Wan and Vader fight in Episode Four. That's like Rebels now. <laughs> So like like in the, apparently in the Star Wars universe, as time goes by, people get more and more horrible at fighting with swords, with light swords. No big deal, you know? Um, but uh, there's some interesting stuff. Uh, but I will say, I have, I have, uh, I, ha- I did go back for another hit of heroin, man. Fucking Disney Infinity, bro. <laughs> What'd you get this time? Um, it was my daughter's birthday the other day, and like they had this big ass display. And I was like, three for 33 bucks sold? And um, so I got uh, Kylo Ren. Um, I got Darth Maul. And what else did I get? Oh, and I got the dude from Rebels. Uh, not Ezra, the other dude, the Jedi. Katana. The, the, la- the last Padawan. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you, he's like my favorite. Like, his his combinations of force powers and attacks in the infinity game is, is probably my favorite thus far that's cool uh yeah he's I had, voiced you know, by uh freddie prince jr oh is that right 
Yeah, and like I saw an interview with Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, his Jr., his and career like, is fucking going crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, that game is fun as shit, dude. It really is. Like we, the, it's like good wholesome family fun. Like my girls are like, can we watch you play the game? And I played all all the way through the the uh, not the shadow, like the the fight of the empire, or whatever it is, the, the fall of the empire, and like basically. The game changes the storyline a little bit. It's still interesting. The kids still get the point, but it basically combines episode four, five, and six into one little short story. Get out of here, man! And um, it, it's fun, dude. The game is addicting. Had had to master master Yoda up all the way, so he's got full stats. I do have a complaint though. It's one of those games that there's like a skill tree, and like you know, you get so many points, and you can buy different skills. But I think level 20 is the highest you can go with your character, and that doesn't give you enough things to get all the skill trees mm. filled out. And so you can, like, cash in your skills and then, like, redeploy to different skills. Not happy with that, man. Not happy with that one little bit. Yeah, Because there, there's some that you have to buy before you buy others that are just fucking worthless. Like, I never use that. I never do air combo breakers. Get the fuck out of here. Combo breaker! Combo breaker! Where are you? <laughs> Soggy biscuit? A frowny biscuit? <laughs> yeah. You are what you eat. What did you yeah. have this morning? A frowny biscuit? Dude, fucking Bane. Love Bane. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, that, that game is, is the shit, dude. And something else I've been, been doing here recently. Just wi- wi- a lot of Wikipedia on Star Wars. I, Dude, I am fucking... I, am, I feel as though... Star Wars has, has a attachment to my soul, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been pulling back on this attachment. And this attachment is kind of elastic. Mm-hmm. And like since like episode two, episode three, I've been like pulling back and pulling back. And then when that Star Wars Clone Wars, I turn around and start sprinting and running. Mm-hmm. And recently I've been, lo- I've been slowing down and looking back and starting to walk forward. Well, all of a sudden, the, the tension has snapped on that, and I'm like springing forward, like a, a thousand miles per hour in the in the like just all, just fucking consumed by it. I've you know? come back for you. <laughs> um, it, yeah, man. It's just well, yeah, the Clone I, Wars it, is great. Like I, I'm I'm excited, like for, for you getting to, to look at that for the first time. Well, that's gonna be the but it's not on Hulu, man. And it's not on Netflix. It is on Netflix. I I looked for it the other day. I couldn't find it. It's I wonder a- if they took it. I wonder if they took it off. If they did, they took it off within like the past week. Uh, well, I mean, if only there was a Netflix account that I was associated with. <laughs> Actually, I can just do it on my phone. Just get on the internet and do all this hard shit. Um, Great, like it's, it's yeah, the Clone Wars is. Yeah, and and um because I you know I haven't watched I haven't watched a solid episode of Rebels. I just been watching like some shit on YouTube, but that that old dude in there is a clone trooper and apparently he lives all the way through return of the jedi and they that character design is is from some guy that was in return of the jedi that um infiltrated the empire dressed as a as a biker scout he's like a white beard or whatever oh yeah 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 that that shit is fucking tight that shit is tight so yeah man hmm so yeah, anything else? I'm trying to think. Um, if I watched or looked at or read anything? I don't think I did. Let me, let me go through my repertoire. There was a new trailer this past week. The uh, oh yeah, 
or a few new ones, I guess. Yeah. Um, we got shit. We got shit to talk about. Let's get into it. <laughs> um, what was the, so there was the Batman vs Superman uh, TV spot. There's there's two technically. One is a one is a re-edit of uh, already uh, you know, something that we've already seen with their their interactions at the party with just one additional line, and then you had the the whole new scene. What's the additional line? Um, don't believe everything here, son. Uh, that that Bruce says to Clark. Oh, okay. And before he smirks. So that smirk, you know, that you see. He's yeah. Like, what do you think of the, you know, he's, you know, like I don't know how I feel about that line, like how it's delivered. I I need to hear, um, I need to hear Ben Affleck's like talk as Bruce Wayne for a little extended period of time. I don't know where I'm at with that yet. There's there's some conflict. Yeah, I some conflict. I'm excited. I'm getting more and more excited about the film. Um, and I've read some pretty in-depth spoilers, which I'll probably share here during the end of the show. Uh, but which I'm happy about. So let me just say that now. So if and and that's going to be in a conversation a little bit later too. Like, what do we want out of this movie? But uh, so that 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 scene is pretty cool. Um, but then the, there of course is the big the big Batmobile crash scene. So I'll let yeah. you start out with that one. Uh, I just think it's kind of, so what happens is, is for those who haven't seen it, like the Batmobile is coming down and bumps into Superman and goes flying off and hits the thing. And that, I guess, is the same shot where we see later and like in a different trailer where Superman rips the, the hood off of the, the roof off of the Batmobile and then Batman rises out of it. And then Batman says to him, do you bleed? You will. And then Superman looks at me confused and then takes off. Confused and bewildered, like this motherfucker. Um, so not impressed. Nope. Okay. All right. So let me let me. I'm gonna I want to break this down, kind of you know, Barney Barney Five style. Um, like I like I like the direction how how it was shot. Like the Batmobile was kind of like doing uh, you know is drifting around a corner. Tokyo and like the, Yeah, Tokyo drift style. I mean, drift. It's it's a real thing. You know, drifting's a real thing. I know, I know. It's still, it's still, it's still, it doesn't make it any less Tokyo drifty. Yeah, I, I think it does. Does it have a big spoiler? No. Please, please say yes. Anyway, so, and you see, like, you know, Superman's kind of standing there in the way, and I just like how the lights, the headlights of the Batmobile start to, like, slowly envelop Superman, and he just kind of stands there, doesn't move, and, and you know, the side, the side of the vehicle hits him, it bounces off of him, skids skids around him and crashes. And the whole time he just you know, like he, he could have moved easily. Could have moved out of the way. But he just he just you know, slowly follows it with his head as it crashes and slowly walks up to the vehicle, like gangster style. You know, like did you not know like like uh, kinda speaking vaguely, did you not know? Let, let allow me to reintroduce myself. Um and then, you know, there, there's there's something to be said about some of the inner meanings of what we see there, and after seeing that scene, like I just I have a feeling that there's gonna be a lot of rich scenes like that that are gonna be interwoven because that scene speaks so much volume. Like Batman doesn't try to escape; he just stands up slowly and faces that motherfucker. And what does he say? Tell me, do you bleed? You know, and it just. That's some gangster shit, man. That's some shit that we've always been dreaming about seeing. And, like, I, I really feel that Zach is trying to give us what we want 
And I know there's going to be some another technical difficulty. It's no big deal. So, you know, as a comic book reader, there's certain, you know, payoff panels or scenes or pages that really, you know, do it for us. Um, and just some really cool scenes. And I feel like there's going to be, th- this movie's going to be rich with it. And like, there's like, like, here, like one scene specifically in No Man's Land. Superman comes to Gotham to help out. He wants to help out. Batman's like, no, get out of here. You, you know, you, you can't understand this problem. This is not something that you can, you know, take a cat out of a tree and fix. You're not prepared for this. And, um, you know, Superman's is like, you know, well, you're, you're not going to stop me. And, uh, he puts his hand in in his in his cape, which is lined with lead, and Superman can't see through. And like Superman's inner monologue, like shit, what is he reaching for? You know, like even Superman, like is kind of apprehensive on dealing with Batman. Like you know, he it's not that he doesn't stand up to Batman and speak his mind, but he's he's leery about the ramifications of that decision. And then Batman pulls out his grappling hook. He's like, you got 24 hours. And then Batman is like out of the rest of the book. You know, and then when Superman fails to do what he should do, you know not understanding the criminal element, you know, he basically, Batman shows back up, he's like, alright, see you later. And Superman kind of flies off with his tail between his legs. Um, and it's just like, you know, regardless of whatever happens in the totality of that that story, that, like, contained story of that book, that was a very enriched scene that spoke volumes about those ca- characters and who they are. And I just, I think that it, it seems to me with a scene like that, that Zach's one of Zach's goal is is to bring elements like that to this movie, and I think that I think that says a lot, man. I think it says a lot with how good the movie's going to be. <clears throat> yeah, I just I don't I, I don't believe in this thing anymore, man. Really, you're you're out. I'm out. I'm actually glad that you're out. Um, because yeah, it's going to be because it's my be... expectations are so low that maybe yep. they'll exceed them. Yeah, like like I I think it's like I don't know what it is. I I think it's trying to do too much. Um, I'm really afraid of how much it's trying to do. And then also, like, I don't think I like the way Batman looks. Like, yeah, I, I, I try to go back to that. I try to go back to that original trailer and watch it and see what made me love it so much. Only for now to feel like I don't give a shit. Like, don't care. Come really? out this year, come out two years from now. doesn't matter to me. Um, and I think that the big difference is in that trailer, you don't see Batman. Mm-hmm. The only time you see him, he's in shadow. Yeah. And like, I'm like, cool. But now seeing him, like, I think it looks goofy. I think Batman looks goofy as shit. <laughs> like we, I, we've been Batman, wrong the whole time. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have wanted it. Yeah, and like I, I said to um, like I said to you, like we were talking privately. I, I was like, uh, I think for this universe, with the way Snyder's kind of doing this universe, which is kind of balls to the wall, it's Justice League, and I'm I'm all for that. I think Batman needs white eyes. So, so just go, just go full, just go full comic book. Yeah. And, you know, and that would the, and that would pull together the costume for you. I think that would pull together the costume for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it's funny, dude. Like, uh, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I do feel that Ben's face looks a little too squished. You know, it doesn't look scary to me. But yeah, yeah. Like, I think of that one scene where they show him, like, movement through the debris, and, you, and it's like his eyes are in shadow. Like, he I think that's... Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's one scene that's just a picture of him, the, like, a, like, a silhouette of him in a, in an alley, but all you see is, like, one shoulder and, like, the, the headpiece and the ear, um, and it looks fucking terrifying. It's like, goddamn, if you saw that shit in a dark alley, you'd be like, what the fuck? That's a goddamn demon. Um, like, I, I'm... I, I'm 
not making a formal opinion about it yet until like I see it in the context. But I I do understand your fears. Yeah. You know, like they are they are very valid. It's just it's one of those things where you're like, man, is is this gonna look goofy? But I, I you know, when it comes down to it, man, you know, not for nothing, Superman's costume in all in all realness, if that shit wasn't an icon that was in bred into us since we were children and been part of the culture for almost eighty something years. If Superman never invent was invented and somebody came out with that red and blue outfit with the red cape and the giant S on his chest right now, that shit would look dumb as fuck. You know? At that there's no if, ands or buts about it. Like, you know, if, if there was somebody that we shot into space before Superman came back you know, for came out and, and that motherfucker came back and because of, you know, temporal delays, he's still the same age and saw Superman. He'd be like, what is this garbage? This is some dumb, this is some old dumb shit. Um, but you know, you just kind of like buy into it. And I think that any problems that we have with the costume, I think by the time we're engrossed in that, in that world, in that film, I think it's going to be easy to buy into it. I don't Maybe. think it'll be a big issue. So Maybe. As, 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 if I have time to breathe, you know, between them having to establish who a new character is every two seconds. Um, I, I Mark, all right, if this... If this film, if the stuff that I've been reading is true, and this is this is a whole separate conversation, man. All right, so uh, there's gonna be some kind of spoilage thing, spoilage stuff right now. So should we? No, 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 no. We, we'll, all right, we'll so we'll get into spoilers at the end. Well, it's 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 a conversation, but you, I have to reference some spoilers. Because I mean, uh, this is the same spoiler that you talked about before. Yeah, but there's there's more details now. I got more details. All right, well we'll we'll skip forward. All right, we'll skip, we'll so skip we'll it. jump on this. We'll come back to this discussion about how loaded this movie is. Um, but in, in regards to the trailer, I liked it. Yeah, there's parts of there's parts of Batman's costume like like when there's that wide shot and he's standing up, I think he looks badass. You know what I mean? Um, from the back, I think he looks badass. But when you're right up close in his face in the light and like Ben Affleck's like five o'clock shadow. Um, it's like coming through and yeah, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I need a clean shaven Batman, <laughs> but not so much know, puffy man. face. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, it's puffy. It's how big that head looks, how fat that neck looks and them doe eyes. <laughs> Ben's big, big, big ben, baby Browns. <laughs> Ben's big baby Browns. God, Yo, that's a, that's the name Batman, of this podcast. I Jersey on you. <laughs> that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ben. So, so, so what? What other trailers we have? Um, what else came out? There was some other trailer. Was there a new uh, Deadpool TV spot? No. Fuck me. Well, let's talk about something else while I think about that. There was um. Uh, Krang has been confirmed. Yeah, for the turtles. Yeah. Dude, tell me why I'm excited as shit about that, man. Dude, you and me both. I want to see brains all over the screen. <laughs> it's a big old brain. I, uh, I, I like now. The question is, what route do you think they're gonna go? Do you think they're gonna go brain, brain like on a pedestal? Do you think they're gonna go brain in the bald guy? Do you think they're gonna go brain in the little chair with like stilt legs? I think it's gonna start off the chair and the stilt legs, and I think. I think there's gonna be a, a a boss battle scene when he's in his like little suit. I I I can I can concur. Yeah. I think if we get both, that'll be like that's just icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Dude, of- 
little it's, bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I'm dead ass old on this. Like, yeah, love this, it. This might be like, don't get me wrong. I'm still the most excited about Batman and Superman, but I do, I do think that this one is like, because you know, Turtles was a big deal when we were kids. I mean, there's a time that Turtles was more popular than any any DC comic book or Marvel comic book for us. Yeah, that that was a reality. It didn't keep its popularity, of course. Um, but uh, I mean, like like drawing turtles. I mean, I used to draw turtles so fucking much, man. It yeah, was ridiculous. I mean, it was dumb. I mean, I had a, I had a book of just Ninja Turtles that I'd fucking draw. And um, so th- this does reach that kid in me. You know that you know how how old are you in fifth grade? Uh, ten. Ten, yeah. That ten-year-old boy in me is like screaming at like, get out of my way. Just in that. I'll tell you, like, like that. That was probably like that first turtle movie was probably the first time I got excited about a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about this before, man. Mine was the second one because I don't remember seeing the first Ninja Turtle trailer. Man, I'll never forget it. Like I remember seeing it. Like I remember like. Um, I was in chorus in elementary school. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Some yeah. would brag about it. Mm-hmm. Not me. In other words, um, he had a lovely singing voice. I had the voice of an angel. Some people have con- compared me to the male Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, and we had like a chorus recital. It's funny now as an adult, like you know, I'm like, oh my god, my poor father had to go to all this bullshit. Um, but uh. Anyway, that the Turtles movie came out that same Friday. So my dad got tickets and like we rushed after like the uh after like the 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 concert or whatever to the movies to see Turtles like on opening night. Nice. Yeah. Um and I remember being blown away by that thing, man. Like, you know, I I'm still like I, I still watch that movie and I'm like, man, this is still pretty solid. It's not bad, man. It's not bad. I I watched I wanna say I watched it with the girls. A couple, a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was just, it was just on Netflix. They get or something. The, they get the brotherhood right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You can forgive everything else as long as you get that brotherhood right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think that uh, this this movie looks like nothing but fanfare. So like, I'm all for it. Like now, like I hope they I hope they make a hundred of these fucking things. Like I want to see Rat King. I want to see Leatherhead. I want to see like I want. Oh, see- I forgot about Leatherhead. You know what I mean? I want, I want a uh, slash. I want that 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 metal Ninja Turtle, whatever his name yeah. was. Yeah, Mechanic. Was it Mechanic? No, that's from. No, that was man. Um, what was, what was the 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 Super Turtle? Was that Slash? Slash was like the bad one. Yeah, yeah, and he had the Binky, the little the little palm tree that he loved. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they man, shot him in space or some shit. I want all that shit now. I want Ace McDuck. Give me the fucking frogs too. Yasabi Yajimbo. I want all that shit. Oh, uh, little rabbit dude. Yes, dude. Little rabbit wearing a samurai suit. Oh, oh my god. Yes. Because he he was from another universe, right? Yeah, he was from like another comic book universe, but had a little crossover. Bring him in. Yeah, man. I'm down. Doors are open. Bring him in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't really feel like this guy for Casey Jones maybe is the right choice though. Oh, Stephen Amell. Yeah, like, the more I see the trailer of it, like, because I watch that trailer fairly regularly, um, the more I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't oh, know. look, it's, is it 3 o'clock already? Time for Ninja Turtles. I'm like, I don't know about you, man. <laughs> you know what, man, like... I think I need my Casey Jones to have long hair. A little more gruff. Yeah. Yeah. A little more gruff around the edges. Yeah, he's... Uh, Stephen Mill's pretty. He's pretty, pretty. Yeah. You know? 
little cutie. We were talking about was it, was it you and me talking about how pretty motherfuckers are? I think like so. Movie movie stars. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, he, I don't know. I, I like like here here's my if they're gonna make Casey really athletic, like they're gonna really focus on his you know that what is that uh par parkour whatever the fuck it's called. You know, when they're jumping around and doing flips and shit. If that, if they're really going to focus on that physicality, then he, he can. He's got those chops to do that. Um, in regards to the acting, you know, he's probably no worse or better actor than you know other people that are cast in that movie. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, what? I, I kind of prefer my uh, my 1990s Casey Jones. You know, yeah, I don't know yeah. that Casey Jones. So, um, we shall see. We shall see. But I am excited. I do feel like they're on the right path. I'm greatly, oh, greatly, yeah. greatly looking forward to it. Um, got a little bit of Kate Blanchett news. Mm. Oh, um, so beautiful. Ruffalo kind of inadvertently confirmed that she's going to be the villain. Yeah. Um, but we still have no word as to whether or not it's, it's Hella. It's definitely Hella. It's got to be. An, or the Enchantress. It's got to be Hella. I don't think the I don't think the Enchantress can be a main villain. Really? I mean, I think she can be a villain, but I don't think she can be the main villain. She's like more of she's more of a sidekick villain, I think. I don't know, man. I mean, I think that, I think she's a much more known character. Than I Ella. I agree. I agree. Um, but I I also think that I don't know. I I don't think that she's gonna. I mean, is she gonna be listening to Loki but pining over Thor? You know, like what's you know? I just think that Hela makes more sense Ugh. to me. I really want to see an Enchantress, though. But I think you're going to see an Enchantress. Not to worry. Not to well, worry. as long as that's the case, then I'm good. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, do you, do, you think that, do you think that Kate Blanchett's more appropriately cast for Hela or the Enchantress? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. See, for me, like, I don't really find Kate Blanchett to be attractive, right? I think that she's a hell of an actress, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't find her physically you don't, you don't think she's She don't think she's a pretty woman. Correct. She's ugly. Therefore, she's ugly. Correct. You think she? Like, you think Kate, Kate Blanchett is ugly? Yeah, I don't. I, I think she looks bizarre. <laughs> okay. Like I think she's a very bizarre looking. Okay. Um, and I think the Enchantress should be drop dead beautiful. Like okay. Hel- Hela usually has her head covered. And has it, it exact? I mean, Kate Blanchett definitely has very exotic features, like the I cheek, agree. cheekbones and everything. And I think I so. You would agree that she's probably better cast as the Enchantress. I mean, as Hela than the Enchantress. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I d- I d- but I, d- I can see. But the oh, but my problem is, is that I know that she is considered to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, I can see them casting her as Enchantress. Well, she is beautiful. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> I find her. I find her to be really difficult to look at. Okay. I think she's a very strange-looking person. Like, I, I, I think she's incredibly talented. Like, I love her work. I love the movies that she's in. A lot of times, like, I, I think she's a wonderful, wonderful actress. But I do, I do consider her to be a little rough on the eyes. Really? Yeah. Like, she does, she does make me uncomfortable. Hmm. Um, but I think that because people think she's beautiful, I think that she could be very well be the Enchantress. But I, I don't care as long as the Enchantress is in it. So you wouldn't mind her being the Enchantress if, if that's the only way you can get it. If, I, if that's the only way I can get it, I'll take it. Okay. All right. I, I think, I don't know, I, I think that uh, 
I think they they need a a bigger villain than the enchant than than what the enchantress embodies. You know, like if, if they stick if they stick if they stick to the character and don't reinvent the character. Now they might make the you know they might make the enchantress and hella kind of one character. You know, you never know. I I certainly hope they don't. Do I know. That. I hope they don't do that either. But what I'm just saying is that you you don't know how they'll rewrite or recreate the character. But if if it's just the enchantress as the enchantress is in the Marvel universe. Um, I don't think, even though she's a threat, you know, she's not, I don't think she's more of a threat than, than, you know, Malachi or whatever the hell the the Dark Elf's name is, you know, she'd be a step down in villainy, where I think Hela would be a step up in villainy. She does some pretty, like, she does some pretty, like, mind control takeover problematic, and, like, if the Hulk is in this, she takes over the Hulk's mind. Well, you know what one thing I'm kind of worried about? You know that, remember that animated movie where... Where Loki takes it's like the Thor versus Hulk, Hulk versus, and there's yeah, like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really like that. I really like that animated movie. I like both of them. You know, they did a really good job that job on Deadpool, and and I thought the the Thor one was funny. Um, I hope they don't go that route of retelling that story. Not that it's not a good story, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that um, it would be too easy to go down that road, and you'd have this big Hulk versus. Thor battle again, like to the death type of thing, um, and Hela was in that, and the Enchantress was in that. But it's like I want something new, you know. And I, so no, I, I, do too. I, I don't I think do they too. would. I don't think they would do that. I, I mean, that'd the Hulk's got to be in it. I feel like the Hulk has got to be in it for a reason. Um, yeah, you know, and it's. I would imagine that it's probably for mind control purposes for Thor to go up against the Hulk. Probably. Um, so I don't know. So what do you think? Uh, Loki would just kidnap Banner? I don't know that all that shit. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know how they're gonna work it all out. And th- you gotta have another. You have to have another Infinity Gym. So if the the time gym is in, what gyms we have left? Shit, dude. I can't. All right, we had we had the, the Reality Gym. That was the Tesseract. We had the um. Oh no, the Tesseract was the Space Gym, right? Yes, Space Gym. Uh, the ether was the reality gym. Um, the the mind gym was on vision. That was in the scepter. Um, the which one is Strange getting? I think he's getting the time the time gym. I believe. Or the, I don't know. That the, there has been there was a like kind of a you know temp. This is going to have some temporal type, you know, they were talking about the Doctor Strange movie, and they, they referenced some, like, temple, temporal type stuff. So, I don't know. What was in the, um, you know, well, you know, why don't I just look this up? I don't have my laptop, like, set up like I normally do. So, but what was in Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know. God damn it. It's a great podcast right here. Yeah, fuck it. Um... I got some more exciting news anyway. All right, go ahead. Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm. Going to be in episode eight. Really? Yeah, apparently. Awesome. Uh, his agent or something kind of said something to the sun. Mm-hmm. It will be a fun cameo. Billy's definitely up for it. Nice. Nice. How's he looking nowadays? Uh, looking pretty good. He's all right. All right. Thank well, you know, the, 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 the truth is, is that of all people, white people age the worst. 
Yeah. So. Hey, that's racist. This is a trigger. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger anyone. <laughs> God damn it. Now this, the, now the woman listening has finally found a way that this victimizes her. <laughs> Good job, man. I'm not editing that out. I refuse. Yeah. She's like, but I'm white. He just said I age poorly. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right. But uh, Billy, Billy D. Yeah. Um, yeah, supposedly, like, a, a, a quote-unquote, an insider told the Sun? I don't know. I'm trying to think what Sun and paper it was, but um, that it's going to be a fun cameo. The Sun newspaper. <laughs> is, is it going to be a cameo, or is it going to be, like, he's like, a proper part? It's it's mentioned as a cameo. Uh, I mean, do you think that Leia had a cameo, or was that a proper part? I think that was a proper part. Okay. Just trying to gauge, you know? Yeah. All right. That's cool. I'm excited about that. Hey, real quick. All right. So the Space Stone was a Tesseract. The Mind Stone was in the Scepter. Right. The Reality Stone was the Ether. The Power Stone was the Orb in um, Guardians. It's way off. And that's all we got so far. Hmm. So we had the Time, the Soul, and that's it, right? I guess so. Yeah. So probably, I would guess that my guess would that the Soul Gym would be Doctor Fate. I mean Doctor Fate. Jesus, I just crushed comic book universe. <laughs> yeah. How dare I? Would be Doctor Strange. Um, but they made some comment on the, temp, the you know time in in the article I read about it. So that leads me to believe it's going to be the Time Gym for him. Um, but then that would leave the Soul Gym for for Ragnarok. So we'll see. I got some other Star Wars news. Y'all give it to me. Give me other news. Um, the DVD released. Yeah. Despite the general trend in Hollywood to do extended or unrated cuts of the film, uh, there will be deleted scenes on the home release, but not an extended version. Yeah. Uh, so but does, it, but does that mean there's not going to be a special edition? <laughs> not now. No? Not now. Yeah. I, I, I can't see how they're not going to do it. Um, the first cut of the film was close to two hours and 50 minutes, so there's about 30 minutes of footage that almost made it into the movie but didn't in the end. Mm-hmm. Abrams gave no indication of how much of that or other footage shot by not fully produced would make it into the DVD. Um, but that's probably more of a question for Disney anyway. Yeah. Several scenes and sequences that were seen in the two teaser trailers and the one full trailer didn't make it into the film, so it's possible the longer version of those scenes would be included. Yeah, so that's uh, I, I hate having that you know that dream kind of smashed. Yeah, yeah. I did watch the fan edit of the the episode one, two, and three. I forgot to tell you about that. How was that? Uh, episode one consists only of the lightsaber uh, duel on Naboo. That's it. Just a, it, it just you know, and and the 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 screen reads that you know uh, Anakin was born and the and the Jedi are sent to save him. And the Sith Lord is, is sent to kidnap him. And it shows the lightsaber scene, and it shows the burial, and then it goes into episode two. Hmm. Uh, and you know one thing they took out? And I watched the whole thing. Uh, they took out all of the Yoda lightsaber fights. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know, man. I even, don't the know. One with, even the one with Sidious? Yep. All of them. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. 
Um, the the fight with Dooku just goes uh, more powerful. You know, the dark side of sensing you, and he just no, he doesn't even do the force lightning. He just you see him like reach over and, and use the force, and then you see the tower fall, and Yoda like pick up the t- the, the tower over Anakin Obi Wan while Dooku escapes. That's it. Wow. You don't even see lightsabers in that. And the fight with Anakin and Dooku is like two seconds long. There's, it's 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 crazy. And they know there's one part where they like cut the power and there's like it, it goes dark and the yeah yeah that's yeah. not all that's out of it. So it's interesting. There's there's a couple of them on YouTube. Um, I would really like to you know I, I've got some pretty good editing software. If I could find HD quality um, versions of the movie that I can download, I think that I would probably make it edit myself. Hmm. I think that would be a fun project. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, I almost feel like so much would have to be reshot. Um, to make it good. Yeah. It just depends on what you take out. If you take out stuff that, and you take out the context of it, um, I, I it think, is funny. I do think that most episode one could be summed up with a scroll. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was effective. Yeah, the, the the scroll and and they and I forget what they called. It's like episode one through three, um, but yeah. Um, so we got some uh, news on Han Solo possibilities. Oh yeah, what do you got? So there's one of eight act, you know, eight actors that are kind of the front runner to be the Han so to be Han Solo in the Han Solo prequel. Uh, one guy's name is Emery Cohen. Um, I, I don't know what he's in. Let me see. Uh, he's in Brooklyn. So, eh, whatever. Uh, Scott Eastland. There's Clint Eastwood. Uh, Scott Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's son. Uh, he was in The Longest Ride. Uh, Asnel Elgart. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Never seen him before. Yeah, apparently, he was in The Fault in Our Star. The Fault in Our Stars. So, uh, Dave Franco. Dave Franco, yeah, I'm not seeing. He's like, like, you know, what, 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 who's the other Franco? What's his name? James. James, like, he's one of those guys who's like, he was a cute kid when he was a teenager doing Spider-Man, but as he gets older, he just looks like a he looks like a very effeminate man. You know, funny dude. I like him, right? But his brother Dave, I, I assume that they're brothers. Like he embodies that even more. He like looks like he's perpetually twenty two years old, you know. But like the twenty two year old guy that you know is waiting to get some chest hair, you know. I don't know. Doesn't look like Han Solo to me. I don't think he's got the acting chops either. Blake Jenner, you might recognize Blake Jenner from films such as Everybody Wants Some. <laughs> uh, Logan Lamar, uh, is that right? Lerman, Logan Lerman from uh, Fury. Uh, Jake Reiner, this guy, he don't look the part at all. He was uh, Transformers Age of Extinction. I don't even know who he was. Maybe uh-huh. maybe he was the uh, Aussie guy, like the boyfriend. Maybe. And then the last one, the dude who played Mr. Fantastic, Miles Teller or whatever. The funny thing is they, they said that no movie Whiplash instead of Fantastic Four, which is funny to me. This article that I'm reading. Um, no Chris Pratt, <laughs> which I'm kind of disappointed about. Because I kind of feel like Chris Pratt looks like Harrison Ford more than any of these motherfuckers. 
Yes. So long, Chris Pratt. I don't know, man. Kind of, you know. I think I think Chris Pratt could do it. Farewell. Get out of here. So take your raccoon with you. And speaking of Star, oh, dude, we forgot to talk about something pretty important to both of us. Yeah, I know. I was gonna wait to the end for that. Oh, okay. Um, there was a there was a bit of news about the preacher this week as well. There was a new image released. Have you mm-hmm. seen that? That the Looks, one with his foot kicked up and he's smoking yep, in the church, smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I like it. Um, that was good. And apparently the pilot is coming soon. Really? Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm scared to death of that because I, I really love that series. I hope they don't really manage to just destroy it. You know, it's like a, it's a, it's a hard one to get right. It's a pretty fantastic story in the sense of like special effects, fantastic. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a really hard one to kind of nail down. Yeah. So, uh, John, it's supposed to debut at SXS or some shit. Um, I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about that. Like I'll catch it on the humble, you know, if it's on Netflix or Hulu uh, and I'll tune in every week. But at this point, if there, if, if there's no saints killers, if there's no, you know, I'm just not interested in it. You know, if, if there's no Genesis or whatever, I just don't care. Yeah. It's, it's not the preacher, you know? You can't take something. You know, I, I can't take, hey, we're going to take this guy. He's blue with a red cape, and we're going to call it Superman. Yeah. Is he from Krypton? No, not a Krypton at all. Is he in, like, pervious to harm? And nope, nope, gets shot all the time. Hurts him. <laughs> Was he raising, nope, nope, not in Kansas. He's from uh, South Africa. Got a crazy accent. <laughs> I mean, it's just not Superman. You can't call it Superman. And I, I, I think that this can't be Preacher, you know? Um, I think that, I think, it, it, you know. Do we know how much of it has really changed? Uh, a significant amount, from what I understand. A significant amount. Such a stupid fucking people. How would you change what to make something, something? Dark side. Yeah, something, something, something. <laughs> So fucking fucking clowns. Uh, Avengers we, Infinity War. Yes. Could, cont- could contain sixty-seven total characters. I love it. I'm in. I'm um, in. I mean, this is over two movies as well. Correct. Uh, but but uh, I mean, there's talking about just just like kind of what I predicted, like it, including the Netflix characters, including you know what I mean. Just yeah. Throw everybody you got at it. I think that's the perfect way to go, yep. and I think it's the perfect way to fucking wrap this series up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know, and it will probably see like, you know, Jessica Jones throwing a guy through a window, cut daredevil flipping and throwing his baton against the monster. I cut, hope not. You know, Bring but, but I don't think it's going to be, I don't think we're going to, we might get like a, you know, mini Bothans died scene where they're all like sitting around the holocron screen or whatever, you know, with Tony, but that's it. You know what I mean? Like we might see them in more than one scene, but I don't think there's going to be much speaking roles. I think no. you should, I think you should have them all face off against Thanos in the end. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? Just yeah. really go for it. Yeah. So, um, John uh, was it Boy Boyega? What's his name? Uh, Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Star Wars Episode Eight will be a little bit darker. Oh really? A little bit darker. And then much darker tones, but he's very excited. And uh, he's gonna be uh, hitting the gym a little bit more. Got some more physical parts apparently. Hmm. Then get the gym. Yeah. So 
so you do it. You do it. <laughs> yeah, I um, we'll see. Yeah, I hope he's get all muscled out. I like I, I like the fact that he looked like a real dude. I like yeah, that. Me too. I like the fact that everybody looked like real people. Exactly. Me too. So what's the um, John? You don't need to change. You're perfect the way you are, man. Did you see the uh, what was it the? Uh, it wasn't Star Wars. It was like fuck. Oh, uh, the Transformers. That Michael Bay is is coming back for Transformers Five. Dude, why the what the fuck's up with that guy, man? Yes. <laughs> He's been using Brand X. And apparently, J.J. Abrams was offered the gig. Really? Yeah, and he said, no, Michael Bay is the only one who can do this. Oh. I, I think what he mean, meant by that is that Michael Bay is the only one that can continue this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Princess Leia is going to be in uh, Star Wars Rebels. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think of that? Like that? That uh, Gambit is start is uh, production is going to start shooting in March. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens with that. Um, don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Shall see. We uh, we did get a question for Nerd Rage this week. Oh. Um, from my good friend James C., uh, who's a long-time Shattercast listener. Like, one of the first person. I think he was the first person to ask a question to Shattercast as well. So, um, uh, he says, I was a Firefly fan. Love the show and even... An even movie. Love the characters. I was enjoying some tobacco, and I was uh, tobaccos in parentheses in quotations. And I wondered what shows that were canceled before their time might have enjoyed acclaimed success in today's market, especially with all the forms of broadcast such as basic cable, HBO, and other premium Netflix or other subscriptions, YouTube, and other internet-based format. I think Adam may have more insight for me because we seem to enjoy all the same shows or man operas. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So go for it. Um, well, the first one that that jumps out to mind is uh, Stargate Galaxy. I thought, you know, I I wasn't like a I didn't start getting into Stargate. I love the movie, the original movie. I didn't start getting into it until Stargate Atlantis, which I I really enjoyed it. Um, watched a whole from the first episode of Stargate Atlantis on, and my uh, brother was a big Stargate fan as well. Just it was just a fun show. Um, and then they did Stargate Galaxy, which is a little bit more serious in tone. Star- Stargate had a lot of uh, MacGyver, whatever the fuck that guy's name, and the Stargate SG-1. There's, it, you know, it was a drama. It was a serious sci-fi drama, but it was a lot of comedy. Like, he was a wise-cracking dude, right? He was a wild card. Well, he, wasn't, he, was a, he was a pistol. He wasn't, um, he wasn't the same character that Kurt Russell was. Like, wise-cracking you know, pistol. <laughs> Shut the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> um... And so, you know, I I jumped on that SGU, really really enjoyed it. It was much serious tone. Like the whole concept of it was pretty fucking badass. And they they stopped it after season two, man. I was I really I was really bummed about that. I was really getting into the characters. Um, they had some uh some pretty cool stuff. So that was one. Um, they need to bring that shit back. Uh, I miss that we don't have a Star Trek anymore. I think that. I think that uh, Star Trek, the TV show, not as much the movies, is an important part of American culture and history. And I think that there should always be a Star Trek show. Like, they do it for seven years and they do a new one. And there's a rumor at one time they were going to do, like, the 
in Deep Space Nine, there was like these special forces. You 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 find out that I think Bashir, the doctor, Doctor Bashir, was actually a genetically enhanced like super genius. And through the whole show, he was kind of faking who he was. Like they didn't know that he was an engineered human being, which is illegal. Um, and he got involved with like this top secret organization that existed before the Federation, like in the shadows of the Federation, almost like a secret service. And I thought that it had been a cool show to do like a, like this, inclined, you know, CIA and in, in Starfleet. You know, like like nobody knows they exist. They're on these super special, you know, missions that change the fate. They work outside of the Federation. I thought that had been an interesting spin. Add add some political stuff. Um and uh, and I wasn't really big on the Enterprise show, but bringing something back in the Star Trek universe, uh, the Next Generation era, I think that would be good. Um. What else is? What else do I miss? I'm really upset that uh, uh, the Clone Wars ended. Yeah, the Clone Wars. Like, I, I'm finally getting into that, and it seems like it got adult on me. Um, so I, I, I heard that it kind of abruptly ended. Yeah, it was very abrupt. And I mean, I think they did the best they could under the, you know, the the, the I mean, kind did, of schedule that they did had. Did they end but... it? Did they end it right before Episode Three? Uh, I don't think so. Really? No, it doesn't like lead direct, like right into it. Um, it deals more, I think, with Yoda. Really? Yeah. If, if memory serves me, it's been a while now. Um, and, um, and Ahsoka, I think Ahsoka is a big part of it too. There was a series. I think it was called. I have to look it up real quick. I think it was called Daybreak. Um, I want to say Tate Diggs was in it. Um. Let me let me Google this real quick. Daybreak. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, I think this is it. I'm trying to think if there was any. Yeah, Tay Diggs was the main character. Um, Adam Baldwin was in it as well. And basically, what happened is this guy wakes up one morning. He's a cop. They break into his house, arrest him. For a, for a murder or, or something. And then the next morning when he wakes up, he's back in his bed. The day repeats itself, right? It's kind of like a Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. So every every day at like, I guess it's right before his alarm clock. Like, so if he wakes up at 6.04, so like if he stays up till 6.03 at 6.04, he, he come, he's back in his bed, right? And he's just relieving the day over and over again. And he kind of like, he's figuring out the mystery of these people who are trying to frame him. Um... And it's a really, it's a really interesting story. And then, what happens is, is that when he starts changing, he starts changing people somehow. Like he'll do an act that'll wow. be a prolific thing in somebody's life. And the next morning, when they wake up, they're changed. Like they don't, they don't, they no longer do the same thing. Um, and the season ended with he actually got through the day. He woke up and it was a new, it was a new day. Really compelling story. And I read some when it came out. I read some things like that. Like the next day, it start it started again, and there was clues that something was going on in his history. Like maybe his father had like the same power. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you never know why he did. You never they never gave away why he did it. You know, I think my guess is that for some reason he had this power to do it, and and subconsciously he he kept on making himself relive the same day until he figured things out. But one cool thing is like, if he got shot, like in the past, when he woke up the next morning, he was still shot. Hmm. So if he was injured in any way, um, the injury 
Trent, you know, came over, you know, came with him. So he, he did, it's not like Groundhog Day where if he died, he'd just wake up immediately in the bed. Like he never died. He still, but I mean, it was, it was, it was good, man. I know you're a big Tay Diggs fan. Um, <laughs> so I, I would suggest you check it out, but just one season, I think it was like 13 episodes. It might've been, I, it might've been I, a full episode, but it, it was worthwhile, man. Am I um, a big Tay, D, Tay Diggs fan? I don't know. I just thought that was, that was funny. <laughs> um, I I I don't know. I was wondering if there was any HBO shows. Like I, I think that I would have liked to have seen Carnival go on for a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like most of the shows that I loved, I think have had pretty nice endings. Like uh, Oz and Dexter uh, had Dexter's horrible horrible ending. Yeah, I, I couldn't get into that one to begin with. But Six Feet Under had a great ending. One of the best endings ever. Yep. House, one of the best endings ever. Love that show. Oh God, Mario! I used to I used to call Mario House MD all the time. <laughs> he would watch that show, and then he'd have all these these like laser brain ideas of how to like get himself healthy or some shit, fix some ailment. Ugh. Fucking House is a good show, man. Really good show. Yeah, it wasn't really for me. Um, let me think. What else is What else is good that I wish they kept around? I have to think Quantum about Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap had a phenomenal ending. <laughs> Phenomenal ending. That's one of the best. That's one of the best shows of all time, man. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I liked it. Yeah, I used to. I used to come on at ten o'clock. I used to have to like sneak. Oh yeah. Sneak. Oh yeah, 10 man. Ten o'clock was like my bedtime. Fucking Scott Bakula, that sexy motherfucker. I used to have to. Uh, you know, I used to have to like like whatever to watch it, but it was good. It was did, good. Did uh? Did you did you ever see the last episode of that? Uh, I don't think so. All right, let me tell you what happened. Let me ruin it for you because you're never going to go back and watch it. No. Uh, basically, he uh, leapt. Because remember, in Quantum Leap universe, he could never jump outside of his own time, his his own lifetime. So all of his leaps were, were um, you know, w- w- within any of the years that he lived. So he finally, he finally leapt uh, in a leap into a town. And um, it was on the day that he was born. So it was the earliest he's ever left. And there was a guy there, a bartender there, whose name, his name was Sam. What was his partner's name? I don't know, Twitch. Nah, nah, the dude, fuck. Doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, but the, the little guy, the hologram or whatever, it was, you know, Ziggy or whatever the little computer was. Yeah. So he's searching for Sam. And the bartender's name is, is the, this guy's name too, which is kind of ironic. So he's in the bar, and there's all of these people that he's helped out through his years they're all there's a bunch of, of, of different jumps that are at this bar right and i don't know i don't know if they remember one another or i have to go back and watch it or if they're really there but he he basically finds out through there that he, he he's meant to help somebody and the guy the bartender you find out is god right oh really and, he, and he's been like guiding sam through these leaps and there's like one there's one leap that he did that he kind of failed and at one time, he uh, he leapt into his buddy's body. He was his buddy, and had to keep him from. He had to keep him going back into the military, so that he was part of the Quantum Leap project. And he always felt like Al. His buddy's name is Al. He always yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. he never did right by Al because he loved this woman. And you know, through the whole series, Al is kind of a womanizer. He's always getting divorced and whatnot. And this was like his one true love. And she left him because he went back in the Navy. So. You know, basically, they had this conversation with God, like, he's like, you know, this is kind of a sabbatical. This right here is it, you know, and 
and maybe your next leap you can choose where to go. And he, and he basically said, there's one, no, I, I never felt like it did right by Al. So he basically leapt back in Al's body and didn't go back to the army. So that way Al, you know, had his, you know, stayed with his wife and never went back. And he basically made a, um, a paradox. And he was told, he's like, the leaps are going to keep on going forever and uh, they're going to get harder. And he like accepted that as his fate and helped his friend. And he kind of went, he went forward and did it on his own. You know, like that was his mission. That was his purpose, his existence. Uh, and I thought that was fucking awesome, man. It just, it leaves the imagination going forever. And it's such a cool concept, you know, kind of just, you know, going through, he's just there to kind of fix. I wish we could have got like nine more seasons of Smallville. <laughs> uh, now that's, that's one of the, I, I, we, I'm, we need to do a whole segment that's dedicated to Smallville. I don't know I, if I can talk about it for that long. I think I could bitch about it for that long. Like I've really, that we've talked about it before. Like I, I, I religiously watched that show. Yes, you did. And I mean, it was one of the, by season four, I knew what I was in for. And we always, we always used to have this ongoing joke that it was like a abusive relationship. You know, mm-hmm. every once in a while you get that one thing that was worth like a fucking season of whatever. That's how much of a Superman fan I was. But you know, it, it was, it was also like a, like a tradition. Like that was something my wife and I always sat down with the TiVo and watched Smallville. You know what I mean? And we even watched it with the, with, with my kids as they were, as they were being born. Um, you know, like one of those things, like every, you know, Thursday or Friday, whenever it came out, the the, the day changed a couple of times, you know, watch fucking Smallville. Uh, and I would always wait like 15 minutes before I started watching it so I could skip through the commercials on the TiVo. Um, but yeah, we didn't need any more seasons of Smallville. We just need to see Are you what's sure? his face. We just need to see what's his face in the goddamn costume. Yeah. You know? Did that ever really properly happen? Nope. Nope. It's all super wide shots. And then super close shots that that were CGI'd. You never actually he he never wore a fucking proper costume. And at the end, you saw him like pull up in a shirt, and like the costume was underneath, and then it zoomed in, and that was it. Why do you think they chose that route? Um, I read someplace that the actor, whatever his fucking name is, that played um, Clark, did not want to get into that kind of shape to put on that costume. Like, he was always, like, a big dude, you know, like, tall and, like, kind of, you know, muscular, but he was never, like, cut up and everything. Um, Tom Welling. And I guess at the end, not that he's out of shape, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, like, if you're not, like, ripped in, like, you know, 2% body fat, if you put on something that tight, you look ridiculous, you know? And even dudes that, like, when when we go do cosplay, there's, like, that, you you look at those guys, and, like, nobody looks good in spandex unless you're, unless you're, you're, you're almost disformed, you know? Um, and I, and that was part of the reason, like, like they, he did not want to get into like, uh, costume shape to put on, to put it on. Um, didn't think it was important. And they also said some other bullshit, like this isn't a story about Superman. This is a story about Clark before he becomes Superman. So super, so Superman proper is never really a character in the, the, uh, the film and the, in the show. And there's even one part that like the second, to last episode where he goes into the future and like sees himself and his future self remembers in the past he went to the future and he's like hey this is what you're going to turn out to be he's like get on the roof to save lois i have to do something else and like a nuclear bomb explodes and like you see you know the proper superman like fly off and fly around the bomb so fast that he keeps all the radiation and the compression wave from expanding in metropolis 
it's pretty impressive. Like like in reference to like what Superman can do, and then Clark, like younger Clark, goes goes on the roof and saves Lois because the EMP, you know, fucked up the helicopter. And then he goes then he goes back into his normal time. So, um, but it, it it's just you know like they just did some really cheap shit because like uh, the bad guy Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer was Brainiac. And there's parts when he was bad Brainiac, and there's parts when he's good Brainiac, and you know, just you know, just just decisions they made. Like he, that that's not Brainiac, you know. And that, that guy's fine, whatever. I don't I don't care that he was fucking, you know, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but it's just it's just shit like that. They just more of that CW shit. That shit was painful to watch, man. Like, like I mean, there was a cool few scenes, but like. I think to this day, I can only say that for me in this, the amount of it that I watched, which was maybe like two seasons, I mean, um, uh, six seasons, mm-hmm. that there was only like two scenes that I really thought were cool. Which were they? Um, that, that professor that contacted him was Christopher Reeve and they yeah. played the music. Yeah. Um, and when him and the flash raced at the end of one episode and flash yep. was like keeping up with him running backwards. Yeah, and then just fucking dust yeah, him. and then just dusted him like yeah. that was cool. I gave him like the like the salute, L- and little was, tip of the hat, boom. Like, yeah, he's like, I'll stay. If, he's like, I'll stay if you can catch me. And he started running. Yeah, that's good. I mean, there's there's little things like that through the whole like the whole series, but it's just like it's here and there, man, and, and it's not enough. And it's like if you end up watching that show, like. In any you know, long period of time, it's just the same shit over and over again. And the show should have ended a lot earlier than it did. It should have ended when he got out of high school, and they should have made the show about him traveling the world. You know, um, I, I'm more of a. I think Jeff Johns did the Birthright series, and that was kind of his thing. It's like him in Africa, and and you know, him just traveling the world trying to find himself, and that's much more interesting than, than what transpired in that show. Yeah, I mean, most of the show was just meaningless. Like, yeah, you know, same. It's the same format as the Flash. Like, no, except, I, I, except I, instead of instead of the, the 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 explosion at the beginning of the Flash, it's the meteorites hitting Earth at the beginning of Smallville. I, I don't think it's the same format. I think that they're I think they're learning their lessons. The format is evolving. Kevin Smith's going to direct the episode of the Flash. I saw that, but, but I mean, that that formulaically is the same. Yeah, the Freak of the Week type of thing. The freak of the week coming from one event that takes place at the beginning of the of the season. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, and I, that, I think that's dumb, and I think it belittles everything. Like it, it doesn't even give you a chance to appreciate every character independently because they all are tied to the same origin. It's like well, it, it, no, makes, I mean, it makes it less. He, no, that's not true. Because even the flat, even in that, even in Smallville, when he went to a wider world in the later seasons, you know, he starts to find people with powers. And he, and he realizes, like, shit, there are other people with powers, like the Flash. The Flash had nothing to do with Smallville. And he starts to realize that, that, that it's not just the meteorites. It's, there's other people out there yeah, with powers. Yeah, we haven't gotten that further along in Flash. What you do in Season 2. Yeah, but not not as far as Smallville goes. I mean, Smallville took, like, Season 6 before that shit happened. Okay, so they just sped up the same formula, though. <sighs> Maybe. I haven't watched Season 2, so I can't count on that. But this, the first season... You know, I, I season one of the Flash is identical to like the first three seasons of of Smallville to me in the sense of how it's laid out. Okay, that's fair. And it, it, it's just like I think it makes everything less. Like, 
it makes every villain less important. It makes every villain less interesting. Mm. Um, and they ran through a fucking gambit of villains in that first uh, fucking Flash season. They did. Specifically. So, like... Hey, man, you get Mirror Master to look forward to. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Mirror Master. <laughs> no, he's not in it yet. I'm just being sarcastic. He's not in it yet? Not yet, no. Huh, interesting. Yeah. And, well, I mean, I think this is... I think this is different because, I mean, Smallville is a story that we didn't know, you know? And even though we don't know this Flash, like, he is the Flash, is a show about Flash. It's not the show about Barry Allen in, in high school, you know? And, and yeah... The, the over... The well, over yes and no, though. I mean, it's not about him in high school, but it is about him in the first couple years of his powers. Yes, but he but he is the Flash. You know what I mean? Like, that, that shit... Superman is not in that show. Correct. You know? But he's learning he's learning what to do with his powers at the same... Like, they both are, have that same learning curve. Yeah, they're, they're becoming more powerful. They're, yeah, yeah, I agree with that, but I, I, I don't... I think that that similarity is, is you know one aspect of it but there's a lot of you know in the Venn diagram that's like one small bit you know I mean Barry's a pretty established Flash is he going to become more powerful and faster yeah I wouldn't say in the first season he's a pretty established Flash I would every episode he's pushing himself a little further learning a little bit more about what he's doing maybe by the second season he's more established but you know I mean like it seems like it was only towards the end of the of the first season where he starts becoming called the Flash by the people like yeah. I feel like an established Flash is the guy that has the museum already built. Well, all right, all right. By, by, se- by season two, he's got the damn Flash Day, you know. Okay. So maybe maybe that maybe this maybe the season season two. You might be right about that one. Maybe I'm more more putting together season two. So anyway, enough enough about Smallville. I can't do it, man. My heart can't take it. Yeah, that was bad. Mm. If you like Smallville, press one. Give us a like. <laughs> Uh, so what other news we got? Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, Voltron reboot. Dude, is it going to be a cartoon or is it, are they going to do like a CGI TV show? Um, I'm hoping for a cartoon. What if they did it right with a CGI? Huh? Uh, reimagining a Voltron, a new fantasy series from uh, Del Toro will debut this year on Netflix. Expanded year deal with DreamWorks Animation. Del Toro's Troll Hunters is described as a new fantastical world wrapped around two best friends who make a startling discovery beneath their hometown. Adapted from a pair of anime series, the hit Voltron originally aired in syndication 84 to November 85, spawning a follow-up series and a seemingly endless parade of merchandise and tie-ins. The animated prequel of sorts, Voltron Force, aired 2011. Voltron Troll Hunters are part of the state of new series being developed through the Netflix DreamWorks deal. So with it being, oh god, I don't know. I, yeah, it does. It does come up under animation. Okay. I, I don't know. Del Toro. Let's talk about Del Toro. A bit. Do we have to? Yeah, I'm not impressed. Yeah, I mean, I liked Hellboy. I liked Hellboy too. Um, but I never read Hellboy. Yeah. Well, it was funny. I tried to read Hellboy. Didn't like it. Yeah. Like I, I think that. I don't think that he's the right guy to get behind a franchise because I think he's just going to do whatever the fuck he wants. The uh, so I I, uh, I got in the Hellboy comic book that I got, which I think is the first one. Like his that old man that dies and you kind of like you know miss him in the Hellboy movie. Uh, very first page turns into a giant frog monster and Hellboy's got to kill him. Hmm. That's ridiculous. I'm like, okay, I'm done. 
not interested in this whatsoever. So, but like I, I didn't like uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Never saw it. I didn't like uh, what was it? Uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. Like I, I just feel like I feel like all of his monsters kind of look the same. Even the ones in Hellboy, they, they kind of look the same. They like do. I just I think that guy's a lot of hype. I, I I don't think he's I think he's a creative person. You know what I mean? Like, but I just don't I don't think he's made anything great. Let me look him up. Let me get to the bottom of this. I'm yeah. not feeling this guy. He was supposed to make a Hulk TV show. What's his fucking problem? You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus, this escalated quickly. Yeah. Let's get, <laughs> let's get to the bottom of this. You don't like him because he speaks Spanish. I'm gonna <laughs> no. go ahead and say it. Uh, but you know, like uh, he kind of looks. Well, What's that? No, 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 no. That's that's not important. I shouldn't talk about the way the man looks. Um, like Peter Jackson's retard brother. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna get so much hate for that comment. Fuck. Let's see filmography as a director. That's what I'm interested in. Oh my god, this guy's done a lot of work. Let's see here. Director Hellboy three rumored not gonna happen. Pacific Rim <laughs> sequel. Pinocchio. Uh, I think you don't think that's gonna happen in Pacific Rim sequel. No, he's already come out and said it's not gonna happen. <coughs> oh, wonderful! That's actually good news. Mm-hmm. Um, Pacific Rim, Hellboy Two, Pan's Labyrinth, Labyrinth, Hellboy, Blade Two. I actually like Blade Two. Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, the Devil's Backbone, never seen it. Mimic, yeah, I have seen. Mimic. Yeah, Mimic was garbage. Uh, Chronos, not fond of the toy, but I don't know what this one's about. The Incredible Hulk TV series. He did one episode. Uh, the animated series? 1985. Oh, really? The Bill Bixby shit? I guess so. Get the fuck out of here. The best score ever. Sad music. Yeah, I think this guy's a lot of fucking hype, man. I I, I think that he was... Wasn't he supposed to do The Hobbit? And then... Yes, and Peter Jackson took it. Peter Jackson took it good. Not really. It kind of sucked. Yeah, but I don't think it would have been better if this guy did it. This guy uh, just does his own fucking thing, man. Wow, Every, dude. There's some hate there. I, there is. Like, I think he is overrated. I think he's like a. Uh, I think he's a sci-fi Tim Burton. Everything is like. I, I'm surprised. Like, he didn't have the same two actors in every movie. So now we get. Now we we translated to Tim Burton hate. I like it. Yeah, I mean it's not Tim Burton hate. I mean I, I like. Uh, I, I like all the Tim Burton movies before I realized that he was kind of a one-trick pony. Yeah. You know I love I mean? some Planet of the Apes, man. Yeah. Well, I love, I love running like those apes. I like, love Planet I think I just love You just love, you just love yeah. monkeys. I just love monkeys. Yeah. Because like that, that, that dawn of the planet, the rise of the planet of the apes, dawn of the planet of the apes, like, yeah. I'm all over that any shit. Which way with, any Which Way But Loose, favorite Clint Eastwood movie? That is true. That is true. <laughs> it's a joke, but it's also true. <laughs> Unforgiven, not so much? No. Far second to Any Which Way But Loose. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, orangutans. I mean, when you I mean, yeah. Them, who doesn't love orangutans? That's a that's a whole, Dude, that's a whole it, separate uh, ball game. No bullshit. If I didn't have to worry about it, like killing me in my sleep by ripping my face off or my genitals off, because that's what they do, I totally have a chimp. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would totally have an orangutan. Yeah, man. I would just roll with like, cause he, they're big as shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think that if you had to have any monkey or ape, I should say, it's not a monkey. I think that that uh, actually a gorilla is probably the the uh, the safest one. They're like the most gentle. I mean, don't get me wrong. They if they're gonna fuck you up, they're gonna fuck you up. But like, 
chimps, they're fucking evil. They like yeah, they rape are. each other and and uh, they have gang warfare. Gang war, eat each other. They're fucking mo- monsters. But uh, uh, orangutans, man, they don't seem like gentle souls. I think I think orangutans are more gentle. Yeah, I mean they'll fuck you up too. I mean anything. Yeah. Those those things are like goddamn cock diesel, man. Yeah, they got long ass arms. Oh yeah, man. They have like combiner wars arms. Here you go. I was just rolling down. What if you just saw me like rolling down the street with an orangutan? And he was walking I'd like, be like You know how they like, walk sometimes with their makes walk. makes sense. You know how they walk sometimes on their feet and their arms are just up in the air and their hands are going left and right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things to watch in nature. <laughs> Dude, I love an orangutan. Anyway, but yeah, that's a great. That's a, uh, I love that shit. I, I love all the monkey movies. <laughs> monkey man. One of the best monkey movies. Let's look up top ten best monkey movies. <laughs> I like it. You know what I mean? Should be the name of the podcast. Top ten best monkey movies. What was the name of the podcast before top ten? Every which way but loose. Numero uno. Absolutely. King Kong. Mm. Which one? Uh, the original. Bedtime. The black and white original or the the nineteen thirty three. Okay. Okay. Bedtime for Bonzo. Yeah. Yes. Um. Curious George. How about Dunstan? Uh, it served. That what is called Space Chimps, the 2008 classic Space mm-hmm. Chimps. Uh, Dunson checks in. That's it. Better Ray be Stroke, The Legend of Tarzan. Oh yeah, that, that was pretty good. Uh, Monkey Kingdom, which I think is more of a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Planet of the Apes, the 68 movie. Your filthy paws off me, you damn dirty apes! I always say that when I'm around like super pro gun people. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever uh, they bring up Charlton Heston, I'm like, you know what my favorite line of his is? And they're always like, what, what, what? And I'm like, guns don't kill people. And then they all go to like finish the people. Uh, people kill people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go, apes with guns kill people. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, oh Dunstan checks in. Mm, bam. Yes. Classic. Con- Congo. This is actually a funny story. So Congo. Oh, man. There's. <laughs> All right. So the only reason why Congo ever got made is because the book was written by Michael Crichton. And after uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park became this huge sensation, they were just hungry for more Crichton shit. So Congo gets made. The sphere gets made. Like movies that would uh, ordinarily the, the otherwise. Firm. Never see the light of day. But that was yeah. that was John Grisham. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, the sphere wasn't bad. Anyway, okay, there's this scene bad. where the monkey, the one monkey, I think it, Amy, Amy, yeah. good yeah. gorilla. Yeah. Um, she has this scene where she like puts up like her finger real slow to the index of like the main uh, protagonist, and she's like, Ugh. and when she did it, my dad was next to me and started doing it to my face. Like putting his finger like right on like the temple of my head, going. Ugh. So then, like it became like this thing that him and I did all the time. Like we would just walk up to like, you know, like if we were at like a family get together and like people were getting real intense, I would like walk over to like the the aunt that was getting all drunk and stupid and just go Ugh, and like touch their temple. Anyway, fun story. Escape from the <laughs> Escape from the Planet of the Apes, nineteen seventy one. Monkey Monkey Shines, nineteen eighty eight. Never um, saw that one. Missed that classic. Yeah, that looks like a horror movie. Hmm. Might be worth looking into. Maybe. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Whew, that thing is so fucking good, man. Oh, I'm not sure what this is, but I'm in the Monkey King. <laughs> oh, uh, it's a Monkey King is like a classic um, Chinese like fable, like mythology. Are there monkeys in it? Um, he is like a monkey. 
he's like a naughty little monkey man with this magic this magic staff. Is he a ma- magic monkey man? Yeah, he's a magic monkey man. He's he's part of the like the Chinese god pantheon. Hmm. Um, like the elders, or whatever. Uh, they made a movie where Jet Li played him. Um, well, this might be Kingdom, this is 2014. So saying. Kingdom of Legend or some shit like that. Like some kid like falls through time. He goes to ancient China and learns kung fu. And it's actually it's not a bad film. Planet of the Apes, the Tim Burton version. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I love in Planet of the Apes that when the female ape looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah, I know you do. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Um, Monkey Trouble. That's like a little little tale about a troubled girl. She's <laughs> up to no good. He's cute. He's cuddly. He's a klepto. Monkey Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so good. <laughs> MVP. Most valuable primate. He's a monkey on a hockey team. Come on. <laughs> How good is that? Oh, uh, man. Monkey business. Marilyn Monroe. That's an old school unit with a little monkey in it. Jungle Book. Eh, animated monkeys, not the same. Yo, I, I'm actually I'm actually excited about this new John Favreau Jungle Book movie. I monkey see, Bone. I want to see that shit. 2001. That's, that's the movie with uh, Brandon Fraser, right? Yeah, how <laughs> do you know this shit? I don't know, dude. It's it's a gift. <laughs> oh God! Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, MVP, most vertical primate. That, <laughs> wait, that's a that's about a that's about a monkey that skateboards. <laughs> oh my God! Dude, why oh, don't Project we ha- X. That was actually fantastic. Why don't we have monkeys that are? Why don't we have domesticated monkeys? I don't know. It sucks, dude. Three monkeys. Twelve monkeys. Twelve monkeys. Yes. Classic. Ed. That's Ed. about a that's Ed. about a monkey baseball player. Uh monkeys go home. I don't like the sound of that one. Mm-hmm. I like my monkeys right where they're at. Nineteen sixty seven. Wow. So yeah. Some great monkey movies out there. You guys get a chance. You know, check out your get your monkey movie on. Check out your monkey movies. Netflix and monkey movie. Uh, I hope you're writing notes on on these titles for us. <laughs> no, I just I, I'll just make a thing about monkeys. So so it's big big brown doe eyes. Ben's uh, big brown. Ben's big doughy brown eyes. Yeah, Big's brown. Yeah, and then and then top ten monkey movies. I like it. <laughs> I'm excited. I like to see this plan work. Hey, what do we feel about Ghostbusters all female cast? We haven't talked about well, that yet. We haven't. You know, like like I'm I'm not interested. Yeah. I mean, I'll see it, but like the the moment that Egon died, yeah, yeah. I just Ghostbusters is can never happen for me. Yep, I I, I, I agree. Um, I, I'm not like I'm not like hating on this thing because it's a female cast, even though people, you know, you know this women shit, it's out of control. <laughs> I gotta tell you, like, they need to know their role. Jesus Christ, Bobby, you're a monster. <laughs> no, it's just like it's just like everything is about like oh, like I'll tell you, I was listening to a Star Wars con- uh, podcast recently, yeah. and somebody wrote in, and and one of his complaints was that Ray was too much of a Mary Sue, right? I don't even know what that means. It's a Mary like an everyday girl. Like nothing special or spectacular about her. Like she's just a a girl. Okay. And, and that's and, and that's a bad thing. Um it's it's like a it's a criticism that people use of, of women's portrayal in Hollywood, like that there's just nothing to them. You could replace them with something else. Like uh 
I don't know. Like, they're a dime a dozen. Like a Mary Sue. Like a Joe Bob. Like a fucking cliche okay. thing. Okay, I'm tracking. And he, he, he was saying, like, he was complaining about, like, that the, the movie for one was kind of lazy in terms of its screenwriting, which we've talked about. That, that you know, like, it's too close to episode four. Um, she's too much of a Mary Sue. Uh, it's just Luke as a female. Now cut to the podcasters talking about it. And this one podcaster is like, to me, it sounds like he's super upset that she's a female. There's something in her, in his tone. Like it's just a female Luke. I'm like, dude, I think you're an idiot. Did you call him out on it on the podcast? No, I I mean, I wasn't on the podcast. Like I was was listening to this podcast and like, okay. it, It just seemed to me that it wasn't that way at all. This guy was just upset that she, that, that, the movie didn't take a lot of risks. You know what I mean? That it, it played it pretty safe. Like this works in star Wars. This works in star Wars. Let's just do this. Um, so whatever, uh, like, like, but, but it's just like, we live in a time where like, it's just like, Oh, don't, don't, don't criticize. Like, don't criticize this new ghostbusters. Cause then you hate women. Like, yeah. no, I just, I, I hate the ghostbusters that aren't Egon and Spectre and Spectre and whatever fucking, you know what I mean? Sp- Spangler, Spangler and Wilson. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Bankman. Bankman. You know, those are my Ghostbusters. But apparently you don't know the news very well. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I didn't have time to, to really get my shit together there. But, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, like those are the Ghostbusters that I grew up with. Those are the Ghostbusters that I like. And if it's not those four, it's just not my Ghostbusters. And that's fine. I'm not hating on the idea of a new generation of Ghostbusters. By all means, I think they should do it. I'm definitely going to see it. But it can never resonate with me like that original. Yeah, I don't think that even if they recasted like younger actors to play th- those roles, I would. I would. Yeah, I, w- okay I, I would it. be equally. I would be equally as excited. Yeah. Yeah. Or not excited. However you want to say it. That's right. Sometimes the glass is half full. Sometimes blah blah bullshit. Dunstan um, checks in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude. Like. I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I, I got to check my privilege at the door, so I'm not allowed to make a fucking comment any, anymore, which is philosophically inept. Uh, you know, you can't you can't just attack the person. And just just because I have a penis doesn't mean that every opinion that I have is invalid now. And, and, and people who believe that, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to look back on this time of your tyranny of ideas and thoughts, and it's going to be it's going to be a disgrace in the history of reason. Um, so you guys can go fuck yourselves. And you, you know who the worst ones are? It's the guys. It's the guys yes, who are Yes, like I agree. This. I agree. You know? It's like, you know what, dude? Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> shut. You know, just, like, uh, oh, man, I have a, I have a funny story. Um, this is, this is, uh, you know, we, we've, when it comes to, to politics, we don't really get into politics in this. And we, we've said on this podcast before that, you know, Bobby and I are both very center, but we're we're probably the opposite side of the center. So like, right. we're just as much right as center. I'm just as much right as center as he is left of center. Right. But I mean, that's pretty fucking close. We reach out and touch each other's fingertips. Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, or maybe Doc. Who knows? I got to talk about doc. that. Maybe do a little um, Doc. We know which way he's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but there's something fantastic about the most valuable primate that we need to talk about. Oh, Jesus. I'm going so to miss my point. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Make the point, then we'll talk about uh, it. And I've lost it. What okay. were we talking about? The tagline about the most valuable primate. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Jack skates a little faster. Shoots a little harder. 
and is driving everyone bananas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. How wonderful is that? That is pretty great. God, we live in a world where monkeys play ice skating and hockey. Yeah. All right, so what was my – I had a valid point. God damn it. I'm sorry. I couldn't I couldn't let that go though. Fucking bana- now I'm now I'm bananas. Um, <laughs> now you're driving me bananas. I know. Shit. Like, you guys can enjoy me trying to get back to it. Um so, you're talking about you know, opinion. It's the guys that are the guys the penis reason. The worst. We're tired of that bullshit probably. No, it it just I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe I'll circle back around to it. It's like all right. The privilege oh, I know what it is. All right, so I'm at work one day, right? Oh, we're, we're, we're both right, right. You know, I'm right of center, you're a little left of center, but we both have, you know, I, I have very liberal views. Most of my conservative views are just with spending money, just with how the government spends money and, like, freedom. Like, I believe you should be able to fucking do what you want to do, you know? If you want to go if you want to go smoke pot, you should be able to smoke pot, you know? Um, I don't like the, the big banks and shit like that. But anyway, so this is one guy that we work with, and actually, it's funny because he's he's probably not going to come back. He got in a heap of trouble. But he was like super, super liberal. Like his wife is from Canada, super liberal. And I think like because you know the where where I worked, the majority of conservative people, and I felt like he had to be extra liberal, um, just to kind of balance it out. You know what I mean? Like like sometimes we get in a conversation. I'm like, did you really believe that shit? Like, do you really do you really believe that shit? Anyway, so we're we're sitting there, and you know, um, somehow education came came up, right? And uh, one one guy who we were talking with is from West Virginia, like a bumfuck part of West Virginia, you know? Like, you know, this guy probably didn't have shoes until he was like 12. Like he's he's made comments to that. Uh-huh. And and the, the super liberal guy's like, well, you know, hey, you know, Adam, you know, you grew up in an area, you probably had a library close by. I was like, yeah, we had a really nice library. You probably had a nice school. I was like, yeah, our, our school's nice, you know, and you just, you got all these extra stuff and, you know, probably, and, you know, you, Jeff, you know, you didn't have that, you know, when you were growing up because you lived in a really poor area. That's not fair. And Jeff looked at him and said, but we're in the same place now. And, like, he just stopped. He's like, what do you mean? He's like me and Adam are in the same place. It didn't matter where we came from. We both worked hard and we're in the exact same place now, doing the exact same job, making the exact same money, and just shut him the fuck down, you know. And I was listening to the the Joe Rogan podcast the other day, and like, like this one dude made this really fucking good point. I mean, it, Joe was talk, kind of talking about like, oh, you know, there's there's inequality everywhere, and like the people who are like who are, are raised in this, like, these sidious areas, these really bad part towns, and, and like, rich people or, or people who are well off, like, why can't you just bootstrap it? And, and it's like, well, you know, you, you know, if you're just, you know, living every day to try to, to just get by, you, you can't, you know, you can't bootstrap, you can't get out of that. And, and, and people who are who are entitled or who check, need to check their privilege can't get that. And I do said something prolific, man. He said, he said, listen, man, like, every once in a while in human beings – Somebody comes along whose struggles make them make them something special, right? And when they break free of whatever, 
they not only bring themselves forward, they bring everybody forward. You know what I mean? It, it's like one of those things, like, like you need to stress or put pressure on something. There needs to be conflict to like rise above. Like if you want to gain muscle, you have to exercise. You know, if you want to gain knowledge, you have to work at that, at anything. You know, if you want to become a better artist, you got to fucking start drawing that shit. And it's like, and like this mindset of everybody just like equally, everybody being equal and everybody, you know, not having to struggle or whatever, it, it's going to set back the human like human beings, and I mean, and I'm paraphrasing, I, you know, and it's like, you know, like, you know, some of the most, some of the most inspiring people I know, like, are, fucking struggle to get where they're at, you know, and I, I'm not, not saying that, that, that everybody needs to struggle, but I, I'll tell you one thing, man, I mean, I, I, I'm doing a lot better at my age than my parents were doing when they were my age, and not to say that they're not both doing well now, but it's like, sometimes I worry about, like, my kids, like, man, I, I need to make sure that I, you know, these kids don't get too fucking spoiled. I mean, you, you know, you need to have that conversation, but yeah. I mean, why does everybody got to be ashamed of their accomplishments? You know, like, like my ancestors fucking crossed an ocean in, in some of them and went to a new world and like didn't know what was going to happen. A lot of motherfuckers died. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, that's like, there, there's some, you know, why if, if I build an empire, not a, a literal empire, but if, you know, if I do well and work hard, why can't my children and my children's children why shouldn't they be able to to you know use what I the gifts that I gave them? You know, there, there's something to be said with that, man. I agree. And I don't know the right answer. I mean, I you know there's a lot of wealth out there, and yeah, we should be able to take care of some people who can't take care of themselves. I I do believe that, but there gets to be a point where you, everybody can't be on 100 percent equal. It, it just doesn't work, man. Yeah, I think you know? like it needs right. No, I, I don't think I don't think that's the case. I mean, not everybody is working equally. Exactly. <clears throat> but like, exactly. I think that like when you start talking about people that have like. You know, billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. Um, in this country, like I feel like the burden of helping those less fortunate should be on them. Yeah. Not on us. I agree. You know, that's where I feel like the balance needs to be struck. That's the problem with the, with the middle class in this country is that we're fucking helping everybody. We're working for the billionaires to get them richer, and we're paying for the slums to get them okay. Yeah. And, and like we're getting double taxed. Like that's the issue. Yeah, um, but anyway, I have something more fun to talk about. Okay, um, and we'll, I, I hope so. We'll close it out on this. Fifty oh, we gotta worst. Talk, we got to talk about Batman Superman, dude. All right, I'll try I, to I get, get more through on it. that. I'll try. I'll try to get through it quick. Fifty worst movie taglines. Citizen oh. Kane. It, it's terrific. The Blob. Now, terror has no shape. Bulletproof. A monk. A punk, a chick, and a kick-ass flick. <laughs> Which bulletproof is that? that uh, is... Sharon Stone. No, Chow Young Fat, Sean William Scott. Oh, bulletproof monk. Yeah, bulletproof monk. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, the specialist. The government taught him to kill. Now he's using his skills to help a woman seek revenge against the Miami underworld. <laughs> That's a little long, isn't it? Yeah. The haunting. Some houses are born bad. Oh, God. <laughs> Bangkok dangerous. It's all in the execution. <laughs> Nicholas Cage just looking stellar on this cover, I might add. Why, why are the Nicholas Cage face pictures like the best thing ever? I know. Have you seen that uh, Nicholas Cage face on things Facebook page? No. Oh, I've my seen God. Some of the, so I've seen good. some of the things like they, they had like him on the Batman Superman like he's everybody's face. I mean, like <laughs> it works. You know what I mean? Space camp. They came to space camp with the dream of becoming astronauts. 
suddenly, without warning, before they were ready, they were launched into space. <laughs> I remember that movie, that little robot thing. Yeah, 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 me too. Above the Law. He was a covert agent trained in Vietnam. He has a master six-degree black belt in Aikido and family in the mafia. He's a cop with an attitude. Good grief. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, I don't know. The tourist trap. Every young, every year, young people disappear. <laughs> is that a comedy or is that like a oh, movie? The Tooth Fairy. You can't handle the tooth. <laughs> is that with Dwayne Johnson? Uh, yeah. Dude, Sex I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Let me. Let me say this. Watch that movie with my kids. Not a bad. Not a bad family film. I shit you not. Yeah, I've heard that actually. You know what? Not for nothing, man. I like The Rock, dude. Yeah, I do too. Um, I just think he's in a lot of shit films. Yeah, but you know what? He he just makes it fun. Sex in the City Two. Carrie. C A R R I E. On. Oh. Yeah. There. Kansas is probably rolling over in their grave. They did. Wow. Dracula's daughter. She gives you that weird feeling. Wow. I don't know how to take that one. Ghost ship. Oh, God, this is good. S-E-A. Evil. <laughs> Lost in space, wow. the, the 98 movies. Yeah. First date yeah. ever to my wife. First date movie ever to my wife on. No shit. Seriously. Get lost. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2, The Magic is Back. Lethal mm-hmm. Weapon 3, The Magic is Back Again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you die on me, Riggs. Uh, Why is that movie so good yet so bad? Yeah. It is. It is both of those things. Uh, my head froze. Oh no! Here we go. Um, we might have to revisit this. Go ahead to Batman vs Superman. Go ahead. Actually, I think you're right, and I think we should save that for next week. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> what a great it's idea! Almost as if you know, there's not enough time to talk about it. Yeah, like we've almost reached the two-hour mark, and you know. There's not enough time in the day. So, all right. So we got that to look forward to next week. Anything else? We should start doing that Jar Jar interview. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. It's awesome. It's like that interview that came out like two days from now. And uh, James C. just hit us up today with another thing about uh, the problem with trailer culture and how trailer culture is affecting movies and to talk about that. So we'll talk about that next week, too. Ooh. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. That'll work. And, um... If you guys have any other questions, you can email us at uh, fanboy, the fanboy channel at gmail.com. But just hit us up on the old Facebook. The old, the old Facebook. Book of Faces. Yeah, well, I love the book. You know, I actually, I think I'm going to delete it from the app from my phone. Yeah, I've said that too. The only thing about it is like the keeping up with the fucking pages. I know it's so difficult, man. You don't want to lose that ranking. You don't want to <clears> give this Excel or customer service that we respond to you guys within like a minute of your exactly. posting. Cause that's not obsessive behavior or anything. Exactly. That's perfectly healthy. So, all right, cool, man. We'll do it then, and uh, we'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Um, and I think that's it, man. Okay. Right. Check out Beer and Bolters 40K podcast, and of course, Shattercast Uncut. 
And maybe a Star Wars podcast or and two that you're on here. A comic book dork and Dante, of course, and uh, Rama Collectors had me on a Star Wars podcast recently. That was quite, awesome. quite, quite fun. I'm hoping actually to do it again, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not because schedules and whatnot. Uh, but them in general, and also uh, Toy Detox. That's another toy show out there that gives us some love, I think. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, you take care. We'll see you soon. Remember, great Tight tits. Dick